Hey there, it's Scott Rockfile back with another podcast review for your ears. Going to be talking about 12 Monkeys, Season 2, Episode 3, 100 Years. I may have to start taking notes on this show. I'm really liking it. There's some good and bad about this episode, and I'll get into that in just a second. The basic gist of the episode was continuing. We knew that they had to go back to 1944 for whatever reason. We know that the uh, the messengers were sent back in time for unknown reasons. And we have a picture of Cassie and Cole in the past. So it's got to happen. But there is a little discussion, and they decide that, yeah, this needs to happen. So the good and the bad of what's happening, this is a time travel show that's not doing a whole lot of the time travel tropes. So worried about the butterfly effect, you know, stepping on the wrong crack and it echoing forever. Granted, going back to 1944, before they were born, less of a chance of any kind of paradoxes, but still... Most time travel shows spend a lot of time worried about stepping on the wrong things. They do not. What I'm not really digging is Cole was special. He was the one that could travel through time. I know that Jones has perfected her little cocktail, but now everybody's going back in time. The messenger sent some people back, two people, or or what, six? Was it seven? Six? Um... Now Cassie goes back. She argues that she's not a time traveler. Something's going on with her and, you know. And, uh, well, we had eight months of her learning how to be a badass. But she's got to stick up her butt about Cole. And it keeps coming out. And they haven't really discussed that yet. But they do decide to go back to 1944. He gets there two months early. Um... She's being difficult, and then all of a sudden she's not. That was kind of weird, too. Um, She saves his bacon. When she first gets there, she's acting like a modern woman in 1944 by staring at her. She's kind of rough around the edges. She's arguing with people. And then Cole saves her, says he's been there for a couple months, and then she gets dressed up. They go to a party, and all of a sudden she's, she's, you know, on saves him from a conversation with a military dude. Giving him a backstory. How is she so knowledgeable about the war? I don't know. Maybe that will come out. But so the the negative on anybody being able to travel does not outweigh the fact that they're not doing the typical time travel tropes. I like that. So the first half of the episode starts exactly what you expect in an episode like this, where they go back to 1944, they kind of get assimilated, they're trying to find out why um, they're trying to do whatever they're trying to do, murder someone as it turns out. Um, Then they murder the wrong person. Well, it's the right name, but the wrong person. Um, They figure it out, the bad guys figure it out, then we figure it out. And we're going to go from there. But towards the second half of the episode, it becomes another example of why this show is different than the others. 
We don't know why the messengers are trying to kill this person, but they must be a primary like Jennifer Goins was a primary. Somebody who's tied to this timeline and what happens. So one of the messengers takes Cole hostage, tortures him, forcing Cassie to surrender Tommy. By the way, when they found Tommy, he knows their names and says he's destined to be killed by the messengers. Well, the messengers do kill Tommy, but they use a ceremonial ritual with a bone, as I said in the last podcast, taken from his remains, which triggers an explosion. It seems to kill her. Maybe she's just unconscious. This also knocks out Cole and Cassie. But worse than that, it knocks out their tethers to 2044. In the meantime, Deacon has been allowed to do whatever he wants with Ramsey, and he's marched Ramsey out into the woods and has Ramsey digging his grave that he's going to shoot Ramsey and put him in. Well, in 1944, when they set off the giant temporal anomaly, knocking everybody out in that time, all of a sudden, all sorts of strange things start happening in the future. These little puffs of explosion, these colorful explosions start going everywhere, and they hit one of the soldiers. And he flashes back between getting older and getting younger, and and it's just a temporal, obviously, (laughs) a temporal some kind of explosion that's now altered his physiology, and he's in great pain and, and I assume dies. So all these explosions are going off, and instead of... Um, Deacon and Ramsey killing each other, they save each other. They get out of there. Um, Ramsey turns and instead of escaping, drags Deacon out with him. Weird stuff going on with Ramsey, but we'll see how that plays out. Deacon's kind of acting as Deacon, as that character has been programmed since we first met him. But interesting whatever's going on with the primaries and the messengers going back into the past to kill someone, how does that affect what's going on? Because they know that basically everything that happens that starts the virus stuff is 2016. So what is going on in 1944? Now, we know from the first season that the sample is old, the sample where they got the virus. So maybe we're getting to that. I don't know. We'll see. Episode 3, 16 overall, 100 years, another great episode. And again, first half kind of plays out like you expect, and the second half doesn't. That's why I like the show. It, 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 it was what I expected, and just when I was about ready to go, eh, okay, we're going to get to, oh, 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 oh. If they can continue to do that, I'm in all the way. Maybe this is why people like seasons 2, 3, and 4 more. I'll be back with another podcast. I'll try and not spread these out so much. I've just had a plethora of things to talk about. So there have been a lot of podcasts. But episode uh, four of season two will be coming soon. Thank you for listening. Scott Hamilton, I'm Rockfile. My links are below. Have a spectacular day. Mm